slide. I said, well, that's good. We got millions and millions more votes. No president's ever gotten more votes. I mean, by a number, I think two or three times what anybody else has ever gotten over the previous term. And then they said, we lost, we lost. You're watching the war room. We're going to stick with President Trump's speech in Iowa. They used COVID to cheat. They did a lot of things that were terrible, terrible. They went up. They didn't use legislatures. They stuffed ballot boxes. All you have to do is look at 2,000 mules, right? They stuffed the ballot boxes. Do you notice the way those books have all disappeared? Somebody said, you know, I can't get the book on 2,000 mules. I can't get the tape. I can't get the book. They want to get rid of all that stuff because they understand it. But as I've already said many, many times before, I will immediately reinstate and expand the wildly successful Trump travel ban on entry from terror play countries, territories, and places. We're going to, we're going to, they ended it. They ended it. And it just kept us safe. We wouldn't let people come in from certain countries where there's tremendous terror. Makes sense, right? If you're coming from somewhere full of people who want to kill Americans, we will not let you in. We worked very hard on that. We had the greatest, we had the greatest border, most secure, safest border in the history of our country. We built 561 miles of wall. Nobody likes to say that. You know what they do is if there's like a board laying there from 50 years ago or 100 years ago, two by four that's rotted, they'll say, it wasn't a new build, it was renovation. No. If they had steel rotting in the sand that was a foot tall, that was ready to fall over, or fall, fell over, they would say, oh, that was a renovation. No. We did a great job with the wall. We did a great job with Mexico, too. They gave us 28,000 soldiers free. You know, when uh, I say Mexico will pay for the wall, they paid for much more than the wall. They gave us 28,000 soldiers free. And when I asked them for the soldiers, I said, look, you've got these caravans. They're pouring through Mexico, and you know how to stop them. You've got to stop them. And I had a great relationship with the president of Mexico. He's great. Great guy. He's a socialist. As I say, you can't have everything. But he is, he's a great guy, very popular, too, in Mexico. And uh, I said, you have to give us 28,000 soldiers while we're building the wall. He said, uh, I can't do that. He gave me his top people. We'd started negotiating. One man, very smart. He was the top person in all of Mexico. I said, you got to give us uh, 28,000 soldiers for the border. <laughs> he laughed at me. What? What, are you kidding? I said, free of charge, by the way. He said, why would we do a thing like that? I said, you got to do it. The woman at the State Department, you've heard the story. Sometimes I'll tell it. It's a little long, but it's sort of cool. But you've heard it, where a woman at the State, who was really good, but she never won. She said, I've been in charge of Mexico for like for 20 or 25 years. She said, we've... Uh, We've negotiated with them for years. They'll never do that. Not only that, end catch and release into our country, remain in Mexico, little things like that, Title 42, all these, you know, having to do with sickness. You know, we have people coming in with infectious disease. That's unbelievable the, what's happening. Infectious disease, a big problem. And uh, a lot of Americans are getting sick because of what's happening at the border. But I said to him, no, you have to do it. He said, no, no, we won't do that. I said, yes, you will, 100%. I looked at him, I said, 100% you'll do it. He didn't know what the hell I was talking. He said, no, no, we're not going to do that, sir. I said, yes, you will, here's the story. It's Friday at 4 o'clock on Monday at 7 in the morning. Every single car that you make, which is millions of cars, you know, they took 32% of our automobile business. And by the way, the United Auto Workers ought to vote for Trump because their union is selling them down the tubes, okay? Their union is selling them down the tubes with this all-electric car fantasy. They cost too much and they don't go far. Electric cars are good if you have a towing company. Other than that, in fact, I'm thinking about opening up a massive towing company, and I'll quit this race for president. We're only leading by 58 points or something. No, it's terrible. This, this whole electric car is sick. It's sick. They don't go far. It's good if you want to go to the grocery store, take a quick little drive. You know, they say the best thing about an electric car, the first 10 minutes, you feel great. The next 45 minutes, you're worried about where the hell am I going to get a recharge? So it's a problem. But they don't go far, and they, uh, they're very expensive. And, and the other thing is you'll never make them in this country, because everything you need for an electric car is in China. We have the stuff that you need for our cars. It's called gasoline and oil. It's right underground.
And you know, they've sold. They have, I have a friend who's a dealer. I think he said he's like got 4,000 orders for new cars. Out of the 4,000, 100 is for electric. People don't want them. They want them. You should have electric. You should have hybrid. You should have full gasoline. You should have everything. But they're trying to make you buy electric, and it's not going to work. They want also electric trucks. They want electric trucks. I'm dealing with the big trucking industry. Some of them I know. They have hundreds of these trucks, and they're incredible people. They're very powerful people, and they're forced to use an electric truck. I said, so what's wrong with that? He said, number one, you, the battery is so large, would, would take up a big portion of the truck. But here's the real problem. You take a look at Peterbilt. You look at some of these companies that build the trucks. So a truck on diesel can go up to 2,000 miles. Think of that, 2,000 miles. An electric truck, which has a different kind of power, not the right power, an electric truck will go 300 miles. So that means you have to fill it up with charge six or seven times during a trip instead of having, you want to talk about a supply chain problem. And the battery is so big. I was in South Carolina, a great state, great place. And I visited a very big boat manufacturer. He said, well, we have some problems. They want us to go no faster than two miles an hour. He makes speed boats, beautiful boats that go out pretty far. And he said, they want us to go two miles an hour so we don't hurt the whale. But there's only been one whale hurt from a boat in the last 50 years. But they're putting windmills all over the place, and now the whales are washing up on shore, so they want to, that's okay. But I said to them, I said, let me ask you a question. How does an electric boat work? He said, well, we don't know, but it's so heavy that we don't know if we can keep it afloat. I said, other than that, do you have any problems? <laughs> and the battery's very big. You know, it's many times the size of a tank for gas. Many, many times those big, beautiful Mercury engines, right? Many times the size. So he said, the whole thing becomes almost a battery. I said, if it goes down, and you happen to be the unfortunate person that's sitting on top of that big battery, do you get electrocuted? And he said, you know, nobody ever asked me that question. See, my uncle was a great professor at MIT. So that was a natural question for me. Great professor. He, I think he was the longest serving, Dr. John Trump, he was the longest serving, he served almost 40 years at MIT. So you know, I have a natural, I believe in that stuff, you know, you have certain natural things, right? But I said, so let me ask you, if you have a choice between getting electrocuted from the battery or jumping 10 yards away and there's a shark over there, what do you take? Because I told him what I take. I will take the battery electrocution every single time, right? <laughs> no, but it's crazy. And then the worst of all is they want to make our army tanks. You know, we have these great tanks, Sherman tanks. They want to make the army tanks all electric so that as we go in to obliterate a country, we do it in a hospitable way. Now think of it, we do it in a way so that we're not hurting their atmosphere. These people are crazy. And the problem is, again, size is a big problem with these batteries. You know, you'd have to tow a big truck that's bigger than the tank behind it. In other words, to get it, you'd need a, another tank, the equivalent, you tow it from behind. But it has a different kind of power than you need, it's not right. And uh, there aren't too many uh, charging stations in areas that you're obliterating, right? So they want it to be environmentally friendly. They want our tanks. So you go in and you knock the hell out of a country or city. But we do it in an environmentally friendly way. These people are crazy. There's another thing having to do with planes. They wanted a certain type of fuel because it's more environmentally friendly. I said, what does it do to the plane? Well, sir, it's approximately 15% less efficient, but we can live with that. I said, you can't live with it if you're a pilot and somebody else has another these, these, It's crazy what's going on. Can't allow it to go on, actually. So uh, the whole electric thing, we have to, if you want an electric car, you should buy it. You should buy a hybrid. You should buy all gasoline. We should sell everything like we used to, and it'll be great. The Democrats fought us like crazy over the travel ban. You know that? They fought us like crazy. I had to go through the whole court system, but after 18 months in court, the Supreme Court finally ruled the travel ban was totally constitutional because we want to keep bad people out that want to destroy our country. As president, I also suspended refugee resettlement when we entered office in 2017. Nobody had ever heard of it before. We didn't want that. And we'll do it again. We'll put it right back into place. I banned refugees from Syria. I banned refugees from Somalia. 
very dangerous places and from all of the most dangerous places all over the world. I banned them. I said, I'm sorry. And in my second term, we're going to expand each and every one of those bans because we have no choice. Some very rough people, some very, very rough people come out of those areas. They want to blow up our country. We aren't bringing in anyone from Gaza, Syria, Somalia, Yemen, or Libya, or anywhere else that threatens our security. But I will say this, tremendous numbers of people are pouring into our country right now. We have open borders. It's the stupidest thing anyone's ever seen. Millions of people a month are coming into our country. We have no idea that where they're coming from, but a lot of them are the same people that went around doing what they did to Israel two weeks ago. A lot of them are the same people. And you have a disproportionate number of young, very strong men. Strong men. Sorry, women, but I have to say this. You have a very, very powerful contingent of very strong men, and they're pouring into our country. What are they doing? What are they doing? I also issued a historic rule proclaiming that no refugees would be resettled in your communities without your consent, and we will reinstate that rule on day one. You had a consent. Because you have, you have towns and cities, but you have towns. Look at New York, what's happened to New York, where they're laying all over Madison Avenue. You have shop owners that have been there for years. They're all closing their stores. They're going out of business. Next, we'll implement strong ideological screening of all immigrants to the United States. No longer will we allow dangerous lunatics, haters, bigots, and maniacs to get residency in our country. We're not going to let them stay here. We're not going to let them. We're going to have the largest deportation effort in history. And people say, oh, that's so mean. But I think meaner is when you have thousands of people being killed all over. It's, uh, it's one of those things. You know, Dwight Eisenhower, you'll feel better about this, because people didn't consider him that tough a guy. But he was actually a very good president, good general, very good general. But he became president, and he was a very big person on deportation. He deported more than anybody else. He said, they cannot be here. You have to come into our country legally. That's what I say. You have to come into our country legally. And you have to love our country. You can't hate our country. If you empathize with radical Islamic terrorists and extremists, you're disqualified. You're just disqualified. If you want to abolish the state of Israel, you're disqualified. If you support Hamas or any ide ideology that's uh, having to do with that or any of the other really sick thoughts that go through people's minds, very dangerous thoughts, you're disqualified. If you're a communist, a Marxist, or a fascist, other than the people that are already here, of which many are in the Biden administration, you're disqualified. I'd like to get them out, too. Maybe we'll work on that next. In addition, we will aggressively deport resident aliens with jihadist sympathies. We have to. This isn't like being Mr. Nice Guy. We have to, or we're going to have a country that's going to be blown to shreds because bad things are happening. Millions and millions of people have come into our country, and nobody has any idea where they're from. Some from countries that nobody's ever heard of. In the wake of the attacks on Israel, Americans have been disgusted to see the open support for terrorists among the legions of foreign nationals on college campuses. They're teaching your children hate. They're teaching your children hate. Under the Trump administration, we will revoke the student visas of radical anti-American and anti-Semitic foreigners at our colleges and universities. And Last month, the G20 announced a plan to impose digital currencies and digital IDs on their respective populations. No, I'm not making that up. That is a fact. Central bank digital currencies essentially allow the government to track every purchase you make. They could even allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products or easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. Let that sink in for a second. In essence, they enable the government to take more control over your personal finances. Concerned Americans are diversifying their assets into physical gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. If you want a physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, you should call Birch Gold 2. 
but learn for yourself. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and they'll send you a free info kit on gold. The easiest way to become a Birch Gold customer, if you have an IRA or 401k from a previous employer just gathering dust, Birch Gold can help you convert it into IRA into gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Text Bannon to 989898. Claim your free info kit on gold. Then call Birch. Because if digital currency becomes a reality, and trust me, they're on the path to make it so, it'll be nice to have some gold to fall back on. It's only worked for 5,000 years of mankind's history. Let Birch Gold work for you. Bannon. 989898, text it right now. We will send them straight back home. They go back home. Enjoy your life. Likewise, the mobs of, I mean, literally barbarians that we saw on the streets of New York and other cities last week have no place in America. We can't have it. We have to. No country can sustain it. And we all want to be nice, but no country can sustain it. Jewish mothers and fathers should never have to send their children to school fearing they'll be shot or stabbed on a so-called day of jihad, which is happening, which is happening. It's a day of jihad. Under my administration, we will proactively send ICE to pro-jihadist demonstrations to enforce our immigration laws and remove the violators from our country. Many of these people are not from our country. And many of them are being supported with radical left money. The money from radical left people, you know who I'm talking about, will continue the process we started in my first four years of stripping citizenship from criminals, terrorists, and immigration cheaters and frauds. They've come into our country at levels, and they're coming to Iowa, you know that. And it's dangerous. You've had killings. You've had killings that nobody could even believe. Nobody's seen the kind of killings you've had. Finally, we cannot forget that the same people that attacked Israel are right now pouring in at levels that nobody can believe into our beautiful USA through our totally open border and southern border concept of what? Civilization, concept of stupidity. Again, we had the strongest border in history. Now we have the weakest border, I believe, in the history of the world. I don't think any border in a third world country has been like this. You take a look at what's coming in, and I think the real number is gonna be 15 million people before it's over. That's bigger than New York State. Before it's over, 15 million people. And many of those people, again, I say it, they're from prisons, they're from mental institutions, and they're terrorists. Congratulations. This is what this man has done to our country. We will be paying the price for this for years to come if we do not do something about it immediately. You know, uh, I do something sometimes called the snake. Did anyone ever hear of the snake? Did you hear of it? Should I do it? I, should I do it? Because I have it here. And we have lots of time today. What the heck? I'm actually going back to New York tonight. I'd rather be right here with you right now. But, but we have plenty of time, and it's a snake. And what it is is uh, it's representative of the people that we're allowing into our country. Because we know who they are. We're trying to be nice. But sometimes you can't be so nice. You have to do it. We have to run it like a country. You look at some countries have absolutely no problems. You look at others, they're a disaster. But our country is one of the great disasters of the world. We've gone from a great nation to a nation that's got problems like we've never had before. So this has to do with immigration. This has to do with Israel and what's taking place in Israel with the people that did that horrible, horrible thing two weeks ago on her wake. And I think you maybe some, who's heard this before? Who? Should I do it again? And he knows, I don't think so. No, people like it, it's, it's sort of rather incredible. On her way to work one morning, down the path along the lake, a tender-hearted woman saw a poor, half-frozen snake. His pretty colored skin had been all frosted with the dew. Poor thing, she cried, I'll take you in and I'll take care of you. That's exactly what we're doing, right? I'll take care of you. Take me in, O oh tender woman, take me in for heaven's sake. Take me in, O oh tender woman, sighed the vicious, vicious, vicious snake. She wrapped him up all cozy in a comforter of silk 
and laid him by her fireside with some honey and some milk. She hurried home from work that night. As soon as she arrived, she found the pretty snake she'd taken in had been revived. Take me in, O oh tender woman. Take me in, for heaven's sake. Take me in, O oh tender woman, sighed the vicious snake. She clutched him to her bosom. You're so beautiful, she cried. But if I hadn't brought you in by now, you truly would have died. She stroked his pretty skin again and kissed him and held him tight. But instead of saying, thank you, ma'am, the snake gave her a vicious bite. Take me in, O tender woman, take me in for heaven's sake. Take me in, O tender woman, sighed the vicious snake. I saved you, cried the woman, and you've bitten me, but why? You know your bite is poisonous, and now I'm going to die. Shut up, silly woman, said the wreck, right? Said the reptile with a grin. You knew damn well I was a snake before you took me in. And that's really it. That's what we're doing. We're taking in, we're taking in people. We're taking in people into our country. I think it's terrific. We're taking in what this is, what it represents. We're taking in people into our country that uh, are gonna cause tremendous problems, tremendous problems, and most people don't wanna talk about it. Upon our inauguration, because it's our inauguration, it's not my inauguration. We're all president, as far as I'm concerned. Because what I spent on this deal, I thought it was going to be a lot, but it's billions and billions, and I don't mind at all. I mean, Bloomberg spent, what, Michael Bloomberg, two and a half billion dollars, and he only got the first question, right? <laughs> he was decimated with the first question, two and a half billion. But I spent a lot to do this, and I'm very glad. Somebody said, are you glad you did it? I said, yes, absolutely. They thought I'd say no. It was I had a nice life before this, you know. I had a life of, you wouldn't believe how nice my life was. This is a little different, but this is, there's nothing like this, because we're doing an incredible job for our country. We won't have a country. We won't have a country. I think if we, if this election turns out to be rigged, and we have the best lawyers in the world this time. Nobody thought they could pull that off. But if it's a rigged election or a fake election, or if we lose this election, uh, we are going to have, I believe, no country left. I believe that's going to happen. But I will terminate every open borders policy of the Biden administration and begin the largest domestic deportation operation in American history, larger than Eisenhower's, including all of the illegal aliens from countries that hate us. These are countries that hate us. And I will invoke the Alien Enemies Act to remove all known or suspected gang members, drug dealers, cartel members, and security threats from any kind and of any kind from the United States of America. We're going to get them out of our country. It's going to happen fast, too. It's no wonder the far-left lunatics are getting desperate to stop our movement by any means necessary. Crooked Joe Biden and his radical left Democrats, and they are really radical left, have weaponized law enforcement to arrest their leading political opponent, me, me, and others too, people of religion, a lot of others too. It's sick what's going on. This is high-level election interference. They want to disturb the election. This is their form of cheating this time. And it's happening for a single reason, because I'm the only candidate they do not want to run against. You know, they always say disinformation. Oh, we want to run against Ron DeSanctimonious, even though he's losing by 10 points to Biden, if you can believe. How the hell do you lose to Biden? <laughs> but they say that. See, they say the opposite. Disinformation, misinformation, they're very good at it. They'll say, we really want to run against Trump, because that's who they're running against. We really want to run against Trump, but they don't. And the way I look at it, we beat them twice. Now we have to beat them a third time. We beat them. We beat the hell out of them the second time. Think of it. Think of it. Think of it. We did much better the second time than we did the first. Remember that. And they're getting beaten very badly by me in the polls. Uh, they think the only way they can catch me is to stop me from speaking. They want to take away my voice. And a judge uh, gave a gag order today. Did you hear that on speech? which I believe is totally unconstitutional what she did. A judge gave a gag order. A judge doesn't like me too much. 
Her whole life is not liking me. But uh, she gave a gag order. You know what a gag order is? You can't speak badly about your opponent. But this is weaponry all being done because Joe Biden is losing the election and losing very, very badly to all of us in the polls. He's losing badly. But what they don't understand is that I am willing to go to jail if that's what it takes for our country to win and become a democracy again. Thank you. Thank you very much. So true. So true. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. We're being laughed at all over the world. We have become a fascist state run by incompetent people that want to see us fail. We're not going to let it happen. We're not going to have our country destroyed. The show 60 Minutes should be ashamed of themselves if anybody watched it on Sunday night. They just interviewed Crooked Joe Biden and led him along like he was a child. Each question contained the answer. This was a question, isn't it true that you love Israel? You know, it's every question, because they were afraid he might say no or something. And it was so weakly and apologetically asked by the host, who should have really, he should have never done what he did, that it was a joke. It's become a laughing stock all over the country. You take a look at what's happened, and people are showing it. And it really should be considered a campaign contribution to the Democrat Party. That's what they do. These should be campaign contributions. Why should CBS or these other networks get free public airways for this highly partisan type of show that they do, which never apologized to me for the mistakes they made on the laptop from hell? Remember that I said laptop from hell? Remember they came up with 51 intelligence agents that said, no, it came out of Russia. It came out of Russia right before the election. They're protecting Biden, even though he is the most corrupt and incompetent president in the history of our country. They're protecting him. It's amazing to me. And again, the Carter administration looks brilliant by comparison. The only thing the Biden regime does well is go after Crooked Joe's political opponents. And uh, even that will fail. That's going to fail. You watch. That's going to fail. It's going to fail bad. It's got to fail. Otherwise, we don't have a country. If it doesn't fail, we don't have a country. The Middle East, Ukraine, inflation, bad economy, the open border, horrendous Afghanistan, embarrassment, gas prices, our great auto worker death march. They're killing the auto workers by forcing the electric cars. They're killing the auto. You're not going to have any auto workers. I went to Michigan uh, two weeks ago. I said, listen, don't worry about what you're getting per hour. That's not your problem. Your problem is you're not going to have a job in two years when they, if they accept these mandates for electric cars. But so much more make Crooked Joe a total disaster for our once great USA. Have to say once great. In the new morning console poll, high, highly respected, we're up almost 50 points. Think of that. We're up almost 50 points. These guys ought to get out. And I hear they're canceling all the debates after Miami because there's nobody watched. They had a debate. It was the lowest rated debate in history. Okay, that's what I read. I felt terribly about that. But we're up almost 50 points on Ron DeSanctimonious, a man who I got him the job, and then he said four years later, well, I'll run against him all. That's not working out too well. In the Iowa State poll, we're dominating DeSanctis 55 to 17, and he's sinking very, very rapidly. Ron DeSanctis. That's the abbreviation for DeSanctimonious, in case you... Remember, Ron DeSantis, somebody from one of the networks on a straight interview. Ladies and gentlemen, we're proud to have Governor Ron DeSantis with us. It's DeSantis. But he actually changed his name, remember? To DeSantis. And I left a message, never change your name in the middle of a campaign. It's not a good thing. DeSantis. With his shoes, the whole deal. He's got the whole deal going. And in the general election, I'm beating Biden by a lot in the echelon poll. I'm leading Biden by four points, and in the uh, and by the way, DeSantis is getting killed, and so is every other Republican candidate. And in the ABC Washington Post poll that just came out, I'm up by ten, probably eleven points. That's that's on Biden. 
That's on Crooked Joe. The radical left Democrats rigged the presidential election of 2020, and we're not going to allow them to rig the presidential election of 2024. Are you prepared for the unthinkable ahead? We all need to pray for the best, but prepare for the worst. That means stockpiling emergency food before it's too late. Right now, go purchase a three-month emergency food kit from MyPatriotSupply.com. This is the nation's leader in self-reliance. Order your today by going to MyPatriotSupply.com. Every family member needs their own kit when disaster strikes. These three-month kits from MyPatriotSupply.com give you an abundance of delicious meals, providing over 2,000 calories a day. You'll have plenty to eat when everyone else is scavenging empty store shelves. Stock up now because you won't get a warning when disaster hits. Order by 3 o'clock today and your order ships the same day for free. The unthinkable can happen at a moment's notice. So don't wait for a crisis to hit. Prepare today and become self-reliant no matter what the future holds. And remember to pray. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, MyPatriotSupply.com. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Thank you. Every time the radical left Democrats, Marxists, communists, and fascists indict me, I consider it a great badge of honor because I'm being indicted for you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You know, if I wasn't Running, I wouldn't have any of this stuff. Or if I was way back in the pack, they wouldn't have any. They wouldn't bother. Uh, They do this to anybody. I mean, they have Trump derangement syndrome at a level that is far greater. I don't even know if I'm correct. I probably would be. They would go after. We have. We won that election. They couldn't believe it. We believed it. But we won in 2016. They couldn't believe it. Hillary Clinton said, why didn't they do that for me? I was closer, meaning stuff the ballot boxes. It's true, she was closer in a few states. Never forget our enemies want to take away my freedom because I will never let them take away your freedom. It's very simple. They want to silence me because I will never let them silence you. And in the end, they're not after me, they're after you, and I'm just standing in their way. I'm happily standing in their way. But this is more than a campaign. This is a movement. I've never said anything. This is bigger than 2020 and bigger than 2016. I never thought I'd say that. I thought 2016 was really earth-shaking, and it was. But this is bigger. This is more important because we've seen how bad they are. The reason this is so big now is we've seen how bad, how bad a job they've done. Every single thing they touch is bad. They don't have any success. The economy stinks, inflation's through the roof. We have the highest inflation in 72 years. And inflation is a nation buster. If you look at inflation throughout the you know, decades and the centuries, countries with inflation, they disintegrate. But together we, and we'll get that taken care of very quickly. You know why? We're going to have so much energy. It's going to bring everything down. The energy is going to bring it. That's what killed us in the first place. They stopped everything and it went up to $115 a barrel. With your autos, it was over $5. In California, 7 and $8, even more than that. You couldn't even get it. And inflation began because of that. Now everything is causing it. Bacon, you know, bacon went up five times in the last year. Five times. Together we fought for Iowa and Iowa farmers like no administration has ever fought before. We, nobody fought like I did for the farmer. I ended the NAFTA disaster, the worst trade deal ever made, and replaced it with the brand-new USMCA, the best trade deal ever made. And you guys are doing great because of it. It was very important. And again, I gave the farmers $28 billion. I gave them a lot. That's why I know I'm going to win. I feel confident. Unlike Ron DeSanctimonious, who hates ethanol, hates it, He's voted against it numerous times. Now he's coming along, probably, he'll probably say, well, I'm all for ethanol. One thing with a politician, when they are against something at the beginning, Brad will tell you this better than anybody. When they're with you, 
when they're with something at the beginning, that's where they're going to be in the end. So he may change his little direction on the election. I don't even know if he has. Nobody cares. I don't think anyone really cares. But in the end, he's going to be against ethanol, and he's going to be against Social Security, and he's going to be against Medicare, if you can believe it. I kept my promise to fight for Iowa ethanol and issued a rule declaring that E15 would be made available all year round. Remember, it was only eight months. And unlike Ron DeSanctimonious, who voted to gut Medicare and Social Security and voted three times to raise the retirement age to 70, big increase, I will always protect Medicare and Social Security for our great seniors. And we don't have to do that because you deserve that. You know, if we drill and if we sell oil, then we're going to, we're going to, we have so much potential. We don't have to destroy people with Social Security, Medicare. Here's just some of what we will do when we become the 47th President of the United States. When we become, before I arrive, even arrive, in the Oval Office, shortly after I win the presidency, I will have the horrible war between Russia and Ukraine settled. Now, of course, Putin right now, he's sitting there like, because all the focus is on Israel, and he's bombing the hell out of them. It's terrible what's going on. But I'll get it done. I know both very well. I'll get it done. I'll get it done quickly. It's horrible. And again, it's not a question of winning, losing. I want to see people stop dying. When I was interviewed by those terrible people at CNN Live, remember we did that town hall? Did anybody see that town hall? It was the highest rated show they've had in 11 years, and they fired the head of CNN. Explain that. I must have done well. I either did great or horribly, one or the other, but they fired him. No, but I explained things on that live show. See, I love live television because they can't cut you off, or they're going to have a lot of open time if they do. That's why I love these guys, all those guys back there. They have those cameras raging, but when they think I'm going to say something bad about the network, those red lights go off so fast. <laughs> but I'm the only candidate who can make this promise. I will prevent World War III. I'll prevent it. I'm going to prevent it. I will end Joe Biden's inflation disaster. We will quickly rebuild the greatest economy in the history of the world, which we had before. I will deliver additional tax cuts. The biggest tax cuts ever granted were my tax cuts, bigger than Reagan. People, they don't want to hear it, but they were. Just like in Florida, nobody ever wants to write this. I got 1.1 million more votes than the Sanctimonious. You know, they said, oh, he did well in Florida. Well, I got, I did a lot better than he did. I got 1.1 million votes more than he did. Regulation, they don't, right now, I don't think he's even electable in Florida. You want to know the truth? If you want to look at it. But we'll do regulation cuts, energy price cuts, and interest rate cuts. Right now, you can't borrow money from a bank. And if you do, it's so expensive, it doesn't work. And the housing industry is suffering, everything's suffering. But more importantly, you can't buy a house now because the rates are up from 2.5% when I was there to 8%, 9%, 10%. You can't get any money. Other than that, it's doing very well. Biden has three major problems, and they all begin with the letter I. Inflation, immigration, and incompetence. You ever hear that one before? On day one, I will repeal Joe Biden's insane ethanol industry-killing electric vehicle mandate. We're going to knock that out so fast. And you know who's going to vote for me because of that? Every auto worker. I think I have their votes anyway, you want to know the truth. But the auto workers, they love Trump. Because, you know, our auto industry was 50 percent of our industry. Okay, was we're going to go back Mexico. to the we're going to return to the president's speech uh, momentarily. Uh, breaking news. We've got. Um, the number is 202-225-3121. We have work uh, for this audience to do tonight, and that is there's still, and if Grace and Mo can um, can uh, put up, we're down now to eight. Oh, we get this up momentarily. We're down now to eight. Wrong one. We're down now to eight um, people that have not. Uh, uh, Don Bacon of uh, Nebraska, General Air Force General Don Bacon, Nebraska 2. If our folks out there can uh, can inform General Bacon, who I understand is one of the hardcore of the hardcore, he's never Trump, hates Trump. Uh, you just got to tell him he's got to put that aside. Uh, Diaz uh, Ballard down at Florida, two in uh, Florida, twenty six, and was it Jimenez in Florida, twenty eight? Those are 
I mean, hardcore him and say he's going to, and I think that's how you pronounce it. It's going to, he's going to vote for McCarthy. He's hardcore McCarthy. I don't understand this one at all. Lucas of Oklahoma three. And that, and I think Oklahoma three is the one that connects Oklahoma city. It's one of the biggest districts in the country connects uh, outer part of Oklahoma city and Tulsa. Uh, and there's nothing but Patriots up there. So Oklahoma three, Frank Lucas, John Rutherford, another hardcore Florida five, uh, please call and let uh, and let uh, Congressman Rutherford uh, understand what's going on here. Now, here are my two favorites, back to back. And folks out in Idaho, I, I don't, I'm not sure there's a more MAGA state than the great state of Idaho. And in fact, if we can cut it, we had the uh, rep from the northern part uh, was on CNN today, and he was spectacular. He had this down, chapter and verse. Mike Simpson maybe been there too long folks in idaho too this all hangs on you so let's get working on this thing they're gonna be voting tomorrow we've had a bunch of uh, rollover today but idaho too and then womack in arkansas too double two simpson idaho too womack in arkansas too and these are two you know hardcore maga districts and of course ken buck ken buck in colorado i think ken buck is still trying to think through now it's all not it's, look, we need to push us over the top. This is not going to be all sweetness and light. You 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 heard uh you heard um Matt Gates, Congressman Gates this morning already and I think I just put it up on Axios. Axios is breaking a story that the um he's given assurances that he's going to bring Ukraine funding and Israel funding uh, as a supplemental, like we haven't spent, here's what they're going to try to do. And he's committed to this CR. So let's get it through a speaker. We take, you know, d- take the win then. And remember, d- d- Jordan's been with us from the beginning. A story is not told enough. Jordan was key to the shutdowns because they had to have some house members. It was key to the shutdowns. In 13 and in 18, which led to the big victories in 14 and in uh, 20. When we took the Senate in, in, in 14 and you, took, you picked up 12 seats in, the, in, the, in the, the year they stole the presidency from Trump. And President Trump, you heard right there. By the way, the speech is important because two things came up. Number one, Trump got a gag order today. I want you to, I want you to embrace that how much this country has been radically changed with elections have consequences and stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. We are now in the beginning stages of the third world war because America is looked at as weak and feckless. That's because we have a weak and feckless leader. And if you saw 60 minutes last night, what president Trump was talking about, and maybe we can break that down, not in the evening show, but tomorrow, um, Joe Biden's just not with the program. It's becoming more and more evident that they're looking for a plan. They're looking for some plan to kind of move Joe Biden out. The numbers are so horrific. And the Democrats coming in, and let's be blunt about this, putting money into Kennedy's uh, independent run, because that's what's uh, that about. They think they'll take the, the anti-vax MAGA right with them. I don't think that will happen, but they, they pl- they're planning on that. You got Mitt Romney with this new biography coming out called The Reckoning. He thinks he's divinely inspired by God to uh, save the world and the United States from President Trump. So don't think that he's gone from a presidential run. Not that he knows he can't win, but he believes he's called by God to thwart Trump. Has anybody in this country, it's hard enough running for president and being president. Think about it for a second. Lincoln, Jackson, you know, pick them. Pick anybody you want. Nixon, pick anybody that had a tough slog. Has anybody think about it for Trump? They have uh, four indictments, ninety-one counts, seven hundred years in prison on the criminal side. And today you had a federal judge; it'll be overturned in appeals or at the Supreme Court. Basically, put a gag order on him to take away his First Amendment rights because this is just like uh, Banana Republic. Now you got these radical judges. You got and you're paying you're paying for you're paying for the the Republicans and conservatives sat back for decades. 
and mouth all this. I'm a constitutional conservative. I love the Constitution. Well, you might have loved it, but you didn't fight for it. That's the problem. You have some Democrats now. Forbes magazine's reporting that uh, Democrats want to put up George Bush, 43, shrub. They want to put him up for speaker. The reason is he rolled over for the Democrats. We didn't get in this shape by having people that stood in the breach and fight like Trump. Trump, they're going to liquidate his company. Unfortunately, Michael Cohen, when they're, they're, they're supposed to be the star witness, all of a sudden he had, you know, he wasn't feeling well. He came down with the vapors. He was supposed to testify today. All of a sudden, you know, I got, I got a note from my doctor. Um, so we don't know how that's going to turn. They're trying to liquidate Trump. They're trying to uh, put Trump in jail for uh, a millennium, right, or 700 years. They are, you had a conference. We're going to have Loomer on in the 6 o'clock hour if we can track her down. I think it'll have to be by phone. She's got an amazing piece up today about the Glenn Youngkin confab at the Cavalier Hotel in Virginia Beach, Virginia, this weekend where the Red Vest Society is going to come together with a plan about how to launch off of uh, – uh, Youngkin, if he has a big night on the Virginia, you know, senatorial run, that he's looked like uh, the new anti-Trump. That they'll launch him for a presidential run. Not too late. They're going to raise a ton of money. She's got she and she exposes some of these fat cats that are there. You had the situation in um, in Park City, uh, Utah, with Mitt Romney and and Paul Ryan, uh, where they. Um, where they, they had a Trump's not in our DNA. It's not in our DNA to accept Trump. It's not in our DNA to accept Trump as the nominee. Then in Dallas, you had Paul Singer, what's called the Opportunity Society, another group of fat cats that have built another kind of mini Coke network, um, the anti-Trump in Dallas. Then you had the New York group, which basically was Stop Trump, a kind of very subtle title for their – this is Robert De Niro and those guys – Speaking of the Cokes, Mark Short, how's that How's that Judas Pence thing working out for you? Judas Pence announced today he's got, I don't know, a couple of million, $1.2 million in the bank. And uh, and he just gave his campaign, I don't know, $175,000. He gave part of that big book advance for the book that was a doorstop. And he gave part of the because his book deals are just all payoffs. He gave part of that. He kicked that into his campaign. Cause, so I guess he could get over a million bucks. He could report that. Not a good look. Judas Pence and his 30 pieces of silver didn't last too long. Mark Short, how's that How's that strategery going with you? That working out? The Cokes appreciating how you're getting their their, uh, their message out? I don't think we'll be giving any tax cuts to the Cokes or Paul Singer. You guys have to understand, we've got a list. We're taking names and we're putting them in the book. This is not going to be forgotten. No more free shots on goal on MAGA. No more free shots on goal on the Trump movement. No more free shots... On President Trump. Now, President Trump's too classy to ever say that. President Trump is uh, not so much about retribution. But hey, this is why you got crazy Irishmen around, right? And we're all about retribution, and we don't mind saying it. That these guys, they think they're going to get free shots on gold to try to, th- in the moment of crisis of this nation, an invasion, which they're all comfortable with. They're 100% comfortable because bigger markets for them, bigger, bigger, more consumers, lower, lower wages, lower wages, more consumers. So they're all good. They're all 100% good. They have no problem whatsoever. So tonight your work is to light everybody up. I, I'm getting some updates from uh, from Grace and Captain Bannon. I'll have to uh, jump on that during the break. There's going to be a conference meeting at 630, another struggle session. Remember what Matt Gates told you. Here's the tell. If McHenry, these guys can't slow walk it and they're just going to go and they commit to, to noon tomorrow to start uh, to start voting. And we'll be covering that live on our getter feed and on Rumble with commentary. And we'll do the pregame leading up to it. But Jim Jordan to win night. And we still got work to do a lot of work. In fact, we will be the right wing and our responsibility will be to keep Jim Jordan in line. Not let Jim Jordan, you still got to address the, the debt crisis. We still got to address no money for Ukraine. Uh, we have to address the nation being invaded. Uh, now, Axios has a big story. You know what Axios's lead story was this afternoon? The out-of-control interest payments over at the Treasury. Now, whoever brought that up? Hmm, who talked about that? Axios, that the big shots pay for, the inside baseball, you're getting it served up free. 
as we love it in the war room. Short commercial break. We're going to be back in a moment. For war room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome back. Uh, Mike Lindell, can you give us a quick update on how we're doing today? Keeping the we, last thing we need is you to be liquidated. They're trying to liquidate President Trump. Of course, the star witness got the vapors and <laughs> couldn't show up today. Got a note from the doctor. He can't make it. Think Letitia James planned on that? Don't think so. How are they coming right. with how are they coming with putting you out of business, sir? Well, they're not doing so good, Steve. We are the war room posse is keeping us in business and we just launched today, everybody. The new, a couple new products online and uh, and with the call center. Uh, one of them is the the new towel line, and we're gonna you know, because uh, because Steve the, of what they're doing to us, we're gonna we're we're gonna keep it at twenty nine ninety eight. That was the price of the closeout towels, everybody. Twenty nine ninety eight. Twelve new colors in. You guys get those towels and uh, get them for exclusive to the war room there, posse and. We also have the original my slippers. We're going to keep them at thirty nine ninety eight this week, uh, and then also the the my pillow queen size thirty nine ninety eight the the um, um, the my pillow two Steve, we just ordered. We just uh, this morning. I was on the on the phone with that company where we get the fabric for the my pillow two and told them we're almost at full capacity now. We just put in uh, orders for the next five months. We had to lay it out for the next five months projections. They're more than you could ever imagine. And uh, it's I believe it's all because the War Room Posse out there, uh, you guys buying all these great products and keeping these guys working. Uh, we have um, uh, the call center has been so busy, too, because you guys have been calling them, taking orders. And uh, and I want to tell, too, that the stuff that keeps us the most busy, everybody, are the MyPillow 2.0 by pillows, the MyPillow 2.0 mattress toppers, and the MyPillow 2.0 are mattresses. Remember, they're all 100% made in the USA. All the work that goes into them, and we bring you the best prices, but it's the technology that goes into each one that gets you the great quality sleep. So you're not only supporting USA workers, you're getting the best prices, you're helping yourself, and uh, and plus they make the best gifts ever. Get all your Christmas gifts right now. Our problem over at MyPillow that we've lost all the box stores and we lost the the shopping channels, and we just got canceled by some other things today, is your is your benefit, everybody. There's no middleman. It's right to you, the War Room Posse. And, Steve, everybody's responded. We've been getting record days, everybody, record days because of the War Room Posse, record sales. You guys are number one in the country, by the way. And uh, you'll use that. Go to mypillow.com. Yeah. Go down to Steve Square there. It says the Steve Bannon Specials, you guys, and put in the promo code War Room. Or call uh, or call my call center, you guys, have, and uh, keep them busy. They've uh, you guys have helped them so much not to have any worry and not to that they're because they're getting attacked by the government. To, you can't work from home on commission. Oh yes, they can. Eight hundred eight seven three one zero six two. Mike, 
We'll let you go back to work to keep that factory open. We'll have you back on tomorrow. We're just we're All really right, stoked thanks, about these great positive. We understand. Remember with Lindell, they're trying to everybody. They're trying to they're trying to move in now for the gang tackle and and have all the cancellations. So let's keep 800-873-1062. And of course, um, mypillow.com promo code war room. Go check it out. Now go to the square. Look at all the specials. Mike Lindell and the team up at uh, my pillow put up there. Mike, thank you so much. Honored to have you on here. Blockbuster news, the daily telegraph, and we're going to roll into the six o'clock, the daily telegraph, which is the conservative, uh, the major paper for the Tory party and the conservatives in uh, London, kind of the right wing or the center right, I should say, equivalent of the Times of London, maybe a notch down from the Times. They conducted a poll, and they're a very squared away news organization, took the top pollster in England, have just done a poll in the United States. Their new poll shows Trump leads Biden in five of the six battleground states, including Georgia. With RFK, uh, with and without RFK on the ballot. We're going to try to get into that at 6 o'clock. Uh, Michael Patrick Leahy over Star News has got a big story on it. We're going to try to get him. We got a loomer about this situation with Glenn Youngkin. Of course, we're going to be all over the House. Remember, at 630, they have another struggle session. And here's what I just heard. I heard that General Bacon, and this is from, this is from some of the hobbits out in Nebraska who are working nonstop, said General Bacon's both his local office and his house office are not taking phone calls right now. And they're not. So, so email them. Text them. They're trying to run away and hide from you. They can't hide. You're the ascendant power. They know it. And they don't like it. Remember, let's get Jordan over the top. And we have a lot of work to do. A lot of work. We're not, you're not going to like some of the stuff that comes right. We're going to go to work right away and fight. But, hey, they know that you're not happy and you want more fundamental change. You know, let's take the win and then move on and, and get a bigger win downrange. The only thing that stands between complete and total destruction of America and you or in this nation is you and your representative, Donald J. Trump. Why do you think they're trying to put him in jail for 700 years? Why do you think they put it a gag, an unconstitutional gag order? Here's a guy that's leading in the race for president. And quite frankly, if you see Biden last night in 60 minutes, they're not going to, they asked him the leading questions because, you know, Jill had just taken the bib off. He had had the smashed peas and the peaches. Uh, it was time for an interview and it was pathetic. It was quite pathetic, but that guy's not going to, he doesn't have the energy, doesn't have the focus, not going to be able, but with the world in crisis, with the world hurtling towards world war three, with the nation on the brink of the abyss of finances. Don't try, don't, don't believe me. Go look at Axios. They finally woke up to the fact, gosh, this refinancing of all this debt, there's not a lot of buyers out there for these bonds. This is going to get expensive. We're going to have to to jack rates to get people to come here and buy the bonds. We can't sell them. Of course, Janet Yellen, your secretary of treasury, she's sitting there, oh, we can fund two wars. Yeah, money for Ukraine, no problem. We don't think so. The Hastert rule came and come to the House. The majority of the majority is not there. We have at least 120, maybe 125 votes. We started with three. Rosendale, Gosar, and Massey. You got 120 now plus. Okay, make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get the end of the dollar empire, particularly, I'm going to put some charts up overnight or tomorrow. Particularly, 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 particularly the fourth installment. The third installment is the debt trap. The fourth installment is the assassination of American prosperity about us coming off the gold standard under President Richard Nixon. It's all free. And if you talk to Philip Patrick, it's all free there. Just ask him a question. Why has gold been a hedge against bad times for 5,000 years of mankind's history? Wait for the answer. Then look around you. What do you think we're hurtling towards? The abyss. And you, this audience, is the only thing keeping us from going over into the abyss. Short commercial break. Back with the second hour in a moment. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the sea. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 
5,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.